Hey everyone, welcome to our very first episode of Of Course You Feel That Way. We're so excited to launch this new podcast to give you some insight into everything that goes on at Sailor Space in the Kitchen. We hope that you enjoy this. We hope that you can enjoy the little baby noises in the background because real life goes on as we work here and we're looking forward to seeing where this goes. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to our first episode, everybody. Um, So we have been making podcasts every day around here, basically every day since we've met. Our conversations are our full-on podcasts, and now we've decided that we're going to record them and share them with you because um, the things that happen between these walls here at Sailor Space are pretty magical. Um, My name is Jen. And I am the owner and the founder of The Kitchen, a co-working and community space uh, for women. And I'm Jada, a spiritual director and healer and the owner and founder of Sailor Space. So the hope of this show is that we can give you access to the conversations that happen within the walls of this space. Everything from women, wellness, work, woo. And wholeness and wholeness <laughs> and everything in between not just things that start with w <laughs> so what should we talk about today jada i suppose we should start at the beginning talk about how we got here let's do that okay okay personal story and what got you here (laughs) um okay so I'm gonna take it way back because I feel like all of this was was building like all the way back in high school so when I was going to go on a college visit to USF I only toured USF I knew that's where I wanted to go that made a lot of family members upset because how can I possibly know I knew Um, and I was going on a tour with my grandparents and my boyfriend at the time, and I said something on the ride to Sioux Falls that I think I want to be a pastor when I grow up. And my grandma, who is my biggest supporter and has the strongest faith of anybody I know, says to me, but how could you do that to your family? <laughs> how could you do that to your kids and to your husband? And I was like, oh, well, I don't have any of those things right now, so I'm not too concerned about it, but okay. And that kind of crushed me a little bit. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe not. What does she mean by that? Um, making your kids sit in church every day, you know, the whole PK, pastor's kids, Mm. they're the naughty kids, rebellious kids, or the weird kids, like, (laughs) um, and to, you know, make a man sit in church and listen to me speak, I guess, was, no, she doesn't mean it like that. (laughs) I don't know, I don't know, but it was a very, like, huh. Okay, Yeah. maybe not that then. And so I went back to my original plan, which was to be a family and marriage therapist. 
and I was sitting in my required intro to the Bible class one morning um, and I was of course there 10 minutes early because that's who I am as a person and <laughs> so I was writing in my planner and making all my plans for the week and being very type A and in my own little color-coordinated world and um, the professor was talking about football with another student and then stopped mid-sentence and goes, Jada, what's your major? I said, psych and sociology. And he said, you should be a youth ministry major. Just out of nowhere he said that? Out of nowhere. So I went down to the registrar's office and I changed my (laughs) major. Like, whatever you say, teach. Okay, I can do that. So I became a psych and youth ministry major, and my plan was to do youth ministry until I burnt out because the burnout rate is four years. Wow. Pastors, youth directors almost never make it past four years. That's fast. Um, Because the burnout is so intense. It's intense. And I thought, yep, that's good. That gives me enough time to get my master's in psych, and then I will be a family and marriage therapist like I planned. So, God, I'll do your thing, but I'm (laughs) going to also do my thing. Right. (laughs) And then I'll move Um, on. And then I'll move on and do my thing the way I planned. Um, I ended up uh, taking a youth ministry intern position, uh, which turned into me, um, like, subbing while the youth director went to go pick up a baby from Albania he was adopting. So I was gonna, I was um, interim youth director while he was gone. While he was gone, he put in his resignation. And so the head of staff pastor said, Jada, can you just be the youth director for the year and then we'll find somebody. Um, So just continue what you're doing. You're doing a great job. We're really happy with you. Can you just stay? Um, So I just stayed, and then I applied for the full-time position. So by the time I had graduated from USF, I had been a youth director in some form for three years. Wow. Um, So I went into my fourth year of it there, loved it, loved the kids, was super happy. But what I found was I was spending most of my time working with moms. Mm. Like the times that I was really lit up and just in love with what I did is when a mom was crying on my couch about how hard it was to be a mom and what they were going through. Um, So I did a women's event um, because I was technically the director of youth and young adult ministries. They wouldn't really let me do much young adult adult stuff. It was really weird Um, and also very common for churches. Um, They really like the idea of a young adult ministry, but don't really want to put a whole lot of effort into it mm-hmm. or money. And so I did this women's event for all ages of women. I had like belly dancing and like self-defense classes and Bible studies and speakers and Jordan Lee Dooley came and spoke and a huge vendor fair. I think we had 25 vendors in the wow. gym. It was huge. That is huge. And it was so much fun. It was the best day I've ever had. Um, it was the coolest thing, and um, I got done with it, and the head of staff pastor was like, it was so great what you did. This was amazing. We had 150 women there. Incredible. You can't do it again. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, so that's crushing, and I, I went on and was frustrated about that, but then I started to feel like, okay, it's time to do something else. And I found myself, because of what my spiritual director had said, 
looking into the spiritual direction program. Just spiritual direction. I don't need a master's right now. I don't need to go back to school. We just got done with that chaos. Um, So I went to the seminary and ended up um, signing up for the spiritual direction program, not really knowing what that meant um, or what it was going to look like, because up until that time, my spiritual director had also been the youth ministry director at, um, director of youth ministry at C um, USF, and so she was like my faculty mentor. Um, and so I didn't even really know what spiritual direction was. Now I know that that's what she was doing, but um, at the time I thought she was just mentoring. And so got into the spiritual direction program um, in the end of August, beginning of September is when it started. And by October, I had ended up signing up to get my master's too, because why not? Um, still planning to stay a youth pastor, just wanting to add this piece to it um, and then by December I knew I had to leave um, but wasn't ready to admit it and by March I was ready to admit it <laughs> um, so left uh, and was just gonna finish my degree and so I was working at Thrivent just at a desk job like front office stuff and um, then started seeing clients and that was incredible I had a client die of a brain tumor. Wow. Um, and that was crushing, but also really such an incredible moment for me, mm -hmm. um, growing wise, just to see that what I'm doing is not saving people, right. um, but helping them carry through. And so that was really powerful. Um, finished my degree and um, in this, somewhere in all of that, in leaving youth ministry and all of that, Whit and I were talking, um, and I said, I just want to do what I did with Ladies First, that women's event. Um, I just want to do that every day, uh, to some degree. And he's like, well, you could host one of those every year. We just need to find a new spot. And I was like, yeah, maybe we'll do that. But I really would love if you know, I could, if I could take care of women to that caliber all the time. Sure. Um, you recognized the fulfillment that I brought you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then I was, um, I was seeing a therapist at some points and seeing my spiritual director, and I noticed that I could talk to my therapist about sex, but not God. Mm -hmm. And I could talk to my spiritual director about God, but not sex. Okay. And that made me feel like... I wish that they could just work together a little better. Sure. Um, wouldn't it be cool if they like met and and figured out what I needed most? Sure. And then sent me in that right direction. And wouldn't it be cool if I could also do yoga? <laughs> and wouldn't it be cool if um, my massage therapist was also involved in that conversation? And like if everybody could just team up to take care of me rather than me having to explain myself over and over again. Right. Um, and 
so the combination of that desire and Merrick, I'm talking. Um, <laughs> the combination of that desire and the desire to kind of host ladies first over and over again um, is where sailor space came into play. Wow. Um, and so I was do like, I'm you feel do like that. do you feel like it kind of pestered you? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Every the the reasons. I mean, I had met with a different mentor for coffee two or three times in that year of transitioning um, as youth pastor and starting seminary and all of those things. I had met with her three times about different things and always the conversation immediately, like we sat down and she said, what's going on? And I told her what I needed help with and then she'd be like, okay, but are you going to leave the church? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I can't leave my kids, and I can't, like, mm-hmm. I, I can't do that yet. And I, like, Whit and I are just settling into married life, mm-hmm. and I had every excuse in the book. And she, um, at the meeting we had had in March, she said, we won't talk about this again. Okay. And then I went and toured, um, like, everything at my work was just frustrating, and there was no fix Sure. Everything that frustrated me, there was no fix. Mm-hmm. And she had said, it's going to keep getting worse. God will push you out of there. Yeah. And so it just, everything nagged at me and being told I can't do Ladies First ever again and being told I can't do this and they wouldn't let me do youth ministry or young adult ministry. Sure. I had to stick with youth ministry even though the youth ministry was doing so well and I had time on my hands. So they were mad I weren't work, wasn't working enough hours but wouldn't let me do the work. Um, and just like everything was frustrating and I just want to work with women. I just want to work with women. I just want to work with women. And so, yeah, it was so nagging. Um, and so then, yes, I'm going to do sailor space, but like someday, cause right. how do you get funding for that? How right. do you, and I don't have a business degree and how do you, <laughs> who's going to back this? And like, this is not, if you look up co-ops as a, as a business type in America, like all you get is UK stuff or Australia stuff because it's not a thing here. Right. And so I basically everything that I have done to set this up, I've gotten from the TV show Private Practice. Like I'm just <laughs> <laughs> winging it from there. But um, had decided I'm just going to do spiritual direction until I can figure that piece out. And until I can find somebody that I can really work with, because I don't work well with others, I don't play well with others, I don't trust people. Like, this is my dream, this is my baby, I'm not going to share that with just anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I was just going to do that. Well, then I had been renting a space with three other spiritual directors who were very part-time. I was pretty much the only one using the space. Um, and they were ready to be done mm-hmm. renting. It had been two or three years of renting together and they were just done and so I was like okay I gotta find a new space maybe I should just do sailor space so I started looking at buildings and I started looking at renting and leasing and buying and um, working with uh, with realtors that didn't get what I was looking for (laughs) um, and getting really frustrated with that and then I uh, was told to meet with you and uh, by my by my business coach, you need to meet Jen. She's just opening this really cool thing. You'll you'll love it. You need to meet her. And I met with you, and like I was like, she's really cool, but <laughs> I'm looking for a space, right? And so 
did an event with you, two yes. events with you. An Enneagram event. Yes, mm-hmm. an Enneagram event, which was so much fun. It was amazing. And by the end of that one, I was like, I just need to find a space. And you were like, I want you to be here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> so get all settled into this room at the kitchen and get set up and get certified as a Reiki practitioner and get certified in cupping and all of these things. And I'm going to do this. Um, just on a really small scale and in the kitchen until my kids are in school and then I'll buy a building and I'll whip out the wholesale space. And then you closed on me. (laughs) And I closed on you. I was like, psych. Um, Yeah, so you pulled me into the other conference room and said, "Um, I have to close. I just can't. Like, at what cost do I keep this open, you kept saying. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you started talking, I, my mind was already like, okay, what else can we do? <laughs> like, we can't just close. Right. I'm finally We're not- ready to go. I have business yeah. cards and I have <laughs> an open house event coming up in two weeks. And, like... We're not done We're here. not done here. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, okay, let's just get a little house and run sailor space out of this little house mm-hmm. and the kitchen can just be in the kitchen mm-hmm. of this little house mm-hmm. and we can just we'll just start really small and we'll figure this out and we couldn't find a little house because zoning laws you can't mm-hmm. run a business from a house unless you have less than four people there today and you all <laughs> are related and yeah, live, there, live and there so then we found this space and now we're here and it was a really frustrating few months of working in my basement and also remodeling my basement at the same time and like feeling this anticipation of what's to come and like feeling frustrated for you that you had to close and that all of your members were just sitting like you know I just felt the weight of all of that um and just like this heaviness that this isn't happening yet this isn't happening yet and I was like eight months pregnant and like (laughs) when is this gonna open and when can we get in there and it's crazy that like everything that led up to getting here like just kind of doesn't matter now yeah you know like that whole in-between period was so stressful for both of us yeah it felt so intense it felt so like important at the time (laughs) yeah but now we're here, and it really didn't matter no. how we got here. No. But we're here. Mm-hmm. So, we're here. Yeah. We're literally sitting in our space together. There's classes going on outside right now. Yeah. You're holding the baby that was in your belly. Yes. He's just snoring away. Yes, he is. <laughs> and we're here. And we're here. Yeah. And I couldn't help but think, like, when you were telling about your story, there were so many... Um, similarities throughout and I don't know about the timing of all of them but it feels like we were going through the same things at the same time Mm. and now you know looking at all of it it was it was for a reason yeah that stuff did matter yeah you talked about um feeling nagged (laughs) to do something different and I remember Um, when I was working like in the construction industry and I liked what I did a lot but I still felt so unsettled and I couldn't figure out why like I was Mm -hmm. like why are you not grateful for this you know Mm -hmm. stable steady work that you 
like and you mm-hmm. have a passion for. And I had actually talked to a psychic. Mm-hmm. This was so random, like how I got in touch with this person, but she told me that I was like a clam mm-hmm. with a pearl inside, right? Mm-hmm. But that a grain of sand got in. And, you know, like, one grain of sand can't really do a lot of damage, right? Right. But what it will do is keep rubbing and keep rubbing and keep rubbing and irritating Mm -hmm. until finally I just have to open up and go, Mm -hmm. right? And that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Finally, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I have a passion and a calling for something bigger that I have to follow. Mm -hmm. And kind of like that moment that you realized, like, I want to do this thing and I want to do it every day Mm -hmm. like there's no reason why this one thing that brings me so much joy and fulfillment should only happen in this way yeah there's got to be a way to do it all the time so Mm -hmm. that's where the kitchen came from Mm -hmm. and I think that the similarities in in how you and I got there were what made this so important yeah because once we started working together and once we really started talking so we threw that Enneagram event right yeah and that was like one of my favorite things that we did at the kitchen because it was deep. Yeah. It was really deep. <laughs> I don't do anything shallow. I know. <laughs> and I won't say that it was the first event that people were crying at at the kitchen, but it was very like personal and it was very um, relevant to what we were doing. And I think we, I came back to like the second week because I participated in this as well. And I shared with everyone, I was like, I felt like cracked open by all of this. And it just, things started to make sense. Like it started to make sense why I had been doing what I was doing, why I opened my business, why I always felt the way that I felt. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course I felt that way. Of course you <laughs> felt that way. So, um, I just remembered, and also someone told us that we were like the goop of Sioux Falls, which was like, that's the highest compliment I felt like it was like yes we are the group of Sioux Falls right we're doing all the weird cool stuff like that nobody else does and that's what I always wanted to do so when I started realizing how much this was adding to the work that I was doing and how much Mm -hmm. our missions aligned Mm -hmm. that's when I knew I wanted you there Mm -hmm. always but then that was also what made it so hard when I knew I had to close because I had that same feeling of like, this isn't done yet. Mm-hmm. We were planning a retreat, right? Yep. We were like, we're going to really dive into this. Like we're going to dive into why women are feeling this way, why business owners are feeling this way, why moms are feeling this mm-hmm. way. Like we just really wanted to get in deep with all of it. Well, I had started Enneagram business coaching too at yes. that time because, yes. because I was like, oh my gosh, entrepreneurial wellness is a whole nother piece of sailor's face I didn't know we needed right because business owners are a mess oh god (laughs) which now we can relate with Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I think that like I kind of always recognized that in you without fully knowing your story Mm -hmm. at the time I recognized that we had been on similar paths and so when your mind automatically went to let's figure out a way to work together we have Mm -hmm. to keep this going Mm -hmm. I didn't hesitate nope. once to be like, yeah, of course, we'll keep this going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we are. We kind of flipped the script. You know, I was I was the one providing space. Mm-hmm. I was the one that had taken on like the um, the the lease, the 
the planning, all of that, and set it up. And then I was like, can't do that anymore. It's not going to work now. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to assume that. Yeah. <laughs> so we flipped the script, but here we are. And really what we've developed now is like a partnership. Mm-hmm. You said that you don't work well with others. No. <laughs> I don't trust anybody. And I've already stated that I don't like being told what to do. Right. Right. But here we are. Here we are. And we've found a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. We're on the same page more times than not. Right. And I think that's just a testament to us yeah. wanting the same things. Yep. And this space is already becoming what we want. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had somebody tell me, too, when we first decided to do this, um, like, you know, when you partner with somebody in business, it's like a marriage. It is. <laughs> it's like, a, and she was like, are you ready to be married to Jen? And I was like, yeah, like, we got to date. Yeah. Right? We dated at the kitchen. We did. Yeah. Um, in terms of business, we did some things together and we did some things apart. It was totally a dating it was, business relationship. Right. And then, well, and we wanted to move in together right and away. And we wanted to move in together right away. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to step into this already knowing so much about how we work right. together. Right. Well, and I think more importantly, we had all of the tools mm-hmm. to work through when we didn't. Right. Right. Which we still haven't really come across yet, but I'm sure we will. Right. We never fight. We don't ever fight. <laughs> <laughs> we don't ever fight yet. But when we do, we know that we've got all of the things at hand that we need to get through right. it. And totally. Yeah. We've, we've really set ourselves up here. And I think what I'm excited about is to for me to bring other business owners into that same yeah. kind of relationship yep. into that relationship with us mm-hmm. um to say hey like you know this is hard yes it is like dating though right here we are we'll we'll be your work wives that you can right. lean on and depend on and you don't have to go it alone and we've already put the tools together for you right and that makes me excited and i love that uh you mean that in so many ways. So we mean that at, for practitioners mm-hmm. that are just trying to start their holistic right. business. We're giving them the space to do that, and you're giving them insight and marketing and all of these things. Um, but then also through the kitchen, just business people that need right. space. Like it's or or everybody's work wife in right. that way too. Right. Like, but then on the same page, when I have these people coming in for business mm-hmm. purposes, mm-hmm. they find themselves in your hands too mm-hmm. because who we are personally mm-hmm. and wholly mm-hmm. is a part of our work. Yeah. And so the people who are coming in here for business are finding themselves um, with this immense like breadth of resource yeah which I feel like hasn't been available right until here well especially when you're starting your own business you don't have time Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself you don't have money to take care Mm -hmm. of yourself Mm -hmm. um and so when you can do that all in one space right um under one membership price Mm -hmm. 
um, like you're paying to be here anyway. Right. So you might as well also take care of yourself. Right. Um, well, and you and I can both testify too to um, the trauma of starting your own business. <laughs> that sounds like such yeah. an awful way to put it, but it's like it really is um, a life experience that it takes a lot from you. It does. It, it, yeah. I think that we've both, like, I have felt so supported, um, in this. I did, I really feel, um, that this was all aligned so well that I haven't really felt the weight of it that you felt in opening the kitchen. Mm. Um, cause I know that was a lot and you had this incredible start mm. to just immediately hit a pole right like right. like you were driving along everything was going great you were on the way and you hit a pole <laughs> at a like, pretty high speed too. at a pretty high speed you hit a pole right. and um starting a business that big and to that caliber on its own is hard mm-hmm. um but then to have it stopped by things so out of your hands um so I think that you feel a lot of it more than I do because I stepped into this so held sure um by you and by wit and by like this is very like I so see everything God has been doing Mm -hmm. um to line this up for me and so all of my member all of my original clients um, so supportive. All of my, like, they were so happy to come to my house yeah. and, and get <laughs> spiritual direction and Reiki there and so excited about this. And I still um, get text messages from one of my, mem- one of our, like, biggest supporter members. She, mm-hmm. like, texts me encouragement about how oh. great this is and how important <laughs> this is. And so I feel so um, held. I know so many business owners Uh, particularly women I think feel lonely in Mm -hmm. starting a business Mm -hmm. like they have to do it all by themselves Um, and we know that we don't but I really didn't like as much as I wanted to do this on my own because I don't trust other people I was never alone in any of opening this and so I feel so much more supported in this than I expected to that's amazing Mm -hmm. I think that that's where a lot of my struggle came from Mm -hmm. was it wasn't that I was unsupported. No. It was that all of the responsibility was on me and me alone. And I think so many business owners know that feeling yeah. very, very well. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted the kitchen to exist too. Right. Right? Because we go on these journeys to to find fulfillment in our mm-hmm. lives, which are so which is so important. So important. And here you you do this great wonderful thing that you feel like you're meant to do and this is your calling in the mm-hmm. world but then all of a sudden you're like but yeah <laughs> I'm in this alone and it's like the weight of that is is really really hard and it can like kind of break you down oh yeah in a really really like fierce way mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. to have that community around you right and to have that support, not only through business services, but through wellness wellness services and, and true healing mm-hmm. is where we'll find that it doesn't have to be that way. Right. So that's anytime we can do something that's, uh, you know, not accepting that fierce breakdown right. in yourself because right. you're creating a business, like that's what I'm all about. Yeah. If we can help literally one person. Mm-hmm. 
to chase their passion and to chase right. their dream with their work and not have to feel like this empty vessel that can't pour into it right then then we're done our work is we done here <laughs> put your feet up obviously we'll try wine. to do it for more people <laughs> but if we can just do one that's all we need so where do you see this going from here because we've been open a month now yeah and so much has happened already yeah where do you see this going uh, I feel like going I feel like it's gonna go deeper I feel like we're in a deepening process right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. um not necessarily bigger yet okay. or wider yet um and I see that very visually eventually we're going to take over the other half of this building we're going to get wider right right um but I think right now and I have to like constantly remind myself that this is a good thing because I'm constantly like so future oriented sure. and so the next I'm like four steps ahead in my planning I have a really hard time being excited about what's happening yeah um but I think that something that this space is teaching me is that we're gonna settle into this and like sink into it and then let it deepen right and so we're here right now to continue to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. to continue to give you space to heal Mm -hmm. from your business trauma (laughs) um to continue to deepen um, and expand what the practitioners are doing growing their business connecting them with our members um, filling up the studio classes and filling up those things just really deepen what we already have yeah and then when we're like ready to burst that's when we'll um, expand to wider things and we have big dreams about um, other practitioners joining we'd love to have a chiropractor we'd love to have a functional med doc we'd love to have um, an herbalist yeah and a skincare line and all of these <laughs> things right but but I think we're good what's going to be so beautiful is we're going to let this fill up until it's bursting and then expand and all of that is just going to feel so rich and beautiful and good yeah agreed <laughs> the look on your face <laughs> well like per usual you've yeah. just like said everything that I feel so I don't think I need to contribute anything to that <laughs> just kidding we're sending roots down right now yeah. is what we're doing and mm-hmm. um people are being drawn to that which is so exciting to see mm-hmm. and I mean you and I have always understood the connection between what I do and what you do. Mm-hmm. And I think right now we're kind of in this phase of like educating everyone else. Yeah. And the second people get it, I think we are going deeper right away, mm-hmm. which is exciting. So I think like in maybe our next episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> since we're starting a podcast, right. since this is our first this episode, is a podcast now. Um, I think we should talk about that deepening and what that looks mm-hmm. like for us mm-hmm. and like, and what that looks like for our members and, and yeah. our offerings here. So for sure. Um, well, this has been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Should we work now? I suppose. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. And next time we'll be back to apparently talk about deepening. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us for our first episode of Of Course You Feel That Way. We're looking forward to having another episode come out in a couple of weeks, so stay tuned. 
follow along on our social media channels for more information. And if you feel like this was something your friends would love, please share. We're so excited to get this going and really appreciate all of your support.